Hello everyone, this is Donovan LaCroxy. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Hip Hop, Let's Talk R&B. And debuting with me, I've got rapper Jay Roberts. How you doing? Not bad, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I know you wanted to come on this podcast. And you know what, brother? I already feel like you have a lot to say. <laughs> you got me right already. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, ladies, gentlemen, I don't care what your race is. I call everybody a brother. So he's a brother to me and he's a friend already in my head. And I've done an interview with you before. How'd you like the one with the radio station that I did with you? I loved it. I honestly appreciate the outlook on that and the opportunity. It was something new for me. I've never done that before. It was, it was amazing. But you know what? We're going to get deep into conversation now. Do you want to tell everybody who you are in case there are listeners that do not know you? For sure. I'm a uh, 30-year-old hip-hop artist, primarily only doing hip-hop. I've been rapping for about 15 years and uh, just starting to put it out there now and and uh, taking the world by storm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how you love the hip-hop culture. Like, who were you influenced by? Were you influenced by the M&Ms? Were you influenced by the Ice Teas? Or did you go back to, like, deeper? Like, do you, do you <laughs> dive deeper into hip-hop? I'd say if I were to put my influences would be Tupac for the most part. Um, some Nas, like, Illmatic type of era. And uh, Eminem, for sure, with the syllables and all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, you know what? You and I have talked about this. Because, ladies and gentlemen, right? People are always going to think he's the next. You know what? Why is it they compare white rappers always to Eminem? What's your thoughts? Like, say, for example, you didn't get offended by it, but a lot of white rappers, oh, your style's like Eminem. Or, oh, well, for now, people are starting, there are starting to be other minor, other minorities and white rappers starting to come into the hip-hop scene. Because mostly hip-hop is mostly 80% black. But what yeah. do you get out of it when people say, oh, this is another M&M, or <laughs> now you'll get this is like a logic, or this isn't logic, yeah. it's half black, half white listeners. But still, you know what I'm saying? So what do you get when you're compared to other white rappers like M&M, Jack Harlow, or G-Eazy now? I'd say the M&M and logic for sure. Like logic is a is a level of M&M as well. Like he. Mm-hmm. He set the standard for rhymes, for painting a picture with metaphors and and stringing words that you just didn't even know could string together. Double entendres, like the most class writing you can know. So if I'm getting compared to him, hats off to that. If I'm compared to to the Jack Harlow's and GEZ's, those are some gimmicky guys. So that, that'd be a diss in my eyes. Oh, no, no. No, like for me, I love your style. Like, brother, you can Thank rap. You. And we're going to talk about your singles because I love Infinite. And I like how you say shit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? So look up a dictionary. What do you say? Okay, because your rap style, and you're right. He's right. It would be an insult to compare him to Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow's yeah. just giving you what you want to hear. He's just That's telling right. you what you want to hear. 
I mean, it's good music. Don't get me wrong. I do think Jack Harlow has some potential. Same, yeah. But to, but to be honest with you, let like let's talk. Do you really? I don't really see Jack Harlow getting too deep within hip hop no. to the point where I don't think. Like I think I see one or two projects for him, and then we'll be asking what happened. You know, when you just yeah. look at a rapper and you just see that. They're not going to lessen. Is it fair for me to judge or you feel the same way about Jack Harlow? I feel completely the same way. He's in uh, a new era of rap, which is these bubblegum rappers. Mm -hmm. There's about 20 of them. They'll be here for a bit. The new kids love them, but they're not on any top 10, top 20 and plus lists. In the eyes of hip hop, I don't think. Mm -hmm. Do you think he'll be remembered in 20 years or no? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, I mean, come on. What's poppin', Jack? That's the one, <laughs> that's what you're mostly known for. But, I mean, your your new single there with your bromance with the NBA player, what's his name? He's not coming to my mind right now. Tyler, I believe. Hero. Oh, Tyler Hero. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, okay, would you do singles like that? Talk about a bromance? What do you call it? With your boy or something? Are you the type Hell of... Hell no. Are you... <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, I ain't going there. The only way I would is if it was like paying homage to a great. That's about it. Yeah. No, no current ones deserve deserve a song yet. They need to put in that work. <laughs> you need to put in that work. But then, okay, what? Okay, bubblegum rappers, right? So say there are younger listeners. What yeah. is your definition of a rapper? Everyone has a definition of a rapper. Everyone wants to be a rapper. This one wants to be a rapper. That one wants to be a rapper. No, this one wants to surpass <laughs> Drake. This one wants to be the next Tupac, even though Tupac yes. is dead. So what's your definition of a rapper? I actually did this in uh, college for uh, an assignment. So I, I actually split it into two categories. There's rappers and then there's MCs. Mm -hmm. Rappers to me are the new age rappers, you know, even Drake. Um, you know, people are just about the sound, what's popping, you know, mm -hmm. all that. And then there's the MC, which is like the two box, even the ice cubes, the nauses that, that tell stories deeper than just popping bottles and, Make him money, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, but then people will say, well, Drake is still good. He can rap. What are your thoughts to that if the young ones say, Drake is the king. He's the best. <laughs> what are your thoughts to that? Drake is the most versatile. He is a great artist, but that's what he is. He's an artist. He's he's a pop star. He's an R&B artist. He's a rapper. So he's, he's, in, he's in every lane. Drake, Drake knows how to sell records. Mm -hmm. That's what Drake does. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, if you had to pick the best rapper, who would be the best rapper of all time? You would, and I've asked people this before: Would it be Tupac? Would it be Biggie? Would it be Ice Cube? Who would be you'd say the best rapper of all time? Unanimously, have to be Tupac, mm -hmm. through and through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's, there's nobody in my eyes that can even touch that man. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. What if people say, uh, but you've heard other rappers say, look at, for example, Kodak Black and Lil yeah. Xan say that Tupac was garbage or I'm better than Tupac. What do you say to those rappers that do diss the greats? 
I tell them they need to lay off the lead and play play Brenda's Got a Baby or something and sit back, get some study notes. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's you know what I'm saying, Mr. Roberts. There is like a different shift with the young oh, yeah. people because it's like they don't understand that they're just doing what's popping. And is that going to be the future of hip hop? I hope to God not. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's sad, you know, like back. Mm-hmm. Back growing up, you could play any CD. I'm telling you, it would bump. Nowadays, I'm lucky if I can find a, an album to, mm-hmm. to listen to front to back yeah. anymore. Yeah. So who would be like the good ones? Because there's rappers, right? Who would be good rappers of today? Would it be Lil Baby? Would it be Da Baby? Or still not your cup of tea? No, none of those lads. I stick with the Joiners, the Logics, J. Coles, Kendricks. I think those those lads there are pivotal for hip-hop mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but what if they you know say if there's a rapper listening right now and say bro what are you talking about you got to give the people what they want to hear or you're not gonna last you can't give me a bunch of stories stories every time i'd say you know it's it's all about the craft and what what it means to you if you're in it for the sales and the stardom then find that lane but if you're if you're true to yourself and stick with that don't don't bite for anything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's talk about your singles now. You see, listeners, this is getting heated up. I already feel <laughs> the conversation is rich. It's intense. Ooh. So infinite, right? I like yeah. that. What do you want young people to get out of that? Because young people might act ignorant already and say, I already know what you're talking about, brother. I already know you're not talking about anything new. What do you tell them? I tell them that I'm just painting pictures and stringing rhymes together, ones that you probably might not understand. So, you know, pick up pick up a book, read up, and see what the sentence means mm-hmm. instead of just candy, pandy, tandy type of bars. Mm-hmm. You know, ABC bars, that's that's not what I'm into. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it has to tell a story like you Of course. Said. It has to tell a story. But do you think there still can be a story in garbage too? Like, man, I just went to the club last night. Man, well, right now you're not going to the club. But let's say before COVID, like 2019 yeah. or 2018. Man, I just got so high out of my mind, man. And, you know, Shorty was, the, you know, there. She was looking all right. I smashed that. Isn't that, couldn't that be a story too, or no? You see, it could be. I guess it depends on who's going to bite to want to hear it. Me personally, that music gets played if I'm I'm having some drinks maybe in the background, but if on a day-to-day basis without the alcohol to warp my mind, it ain't getting no play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you see, you're caught in a culture, and then yes. you're caught in a culture where you have to do it, or else if you don't do it, people don't want to hear the stories. And like going, let's give for example, J. Cole, for example, now yeah. he's starting to tell more stories, fans are starting to shy away from him. What are your thoughts to that? Because J. Cole has loved and he's praised, but should J. Cole go back to the days where he's talking about hitting it up one, two, three? You see, funny is about J. Cole, he's one of my favorites. So uh, mm-hmm. he did a song called Workout Plan on his sideline story. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to cater to the to the club and the new new age. And Nas hit him up and saying, like, you know, you're supposed to hold the torch next. Like, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why he made a song called Let Nas Down on the next album. And then he completely scrapped that. He was no more gimmick rapper and started speaking. And then he came out with Forest Hills, no mm-hmm. features, 
platinum album, one of the best albums of our time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, thankful for that guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And listeners, you see, he said it. J. Cole is the next Nas. J. Cole's style is very similar to Nas. Yeah. I love his instrumentals. It tells mm-hmm. stories. A lot of what J. Cole has been through, it tells a story. So if you yes. want J. Cole as your gimmicky rapper... It's not going to, and J. Cole doesn't even want to do the gimmick, but um, what if you do, what, like, let's say, what would you do if they say, well, if you, well, if you don't give us what we want, we have to drop you then. Then I guess I'm going independent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but actually speaking of that, right? Yeah. Is it better to go independent, you would think, or is it better to sign with the label? And this is the type of conversation I've been having a lot on this podcast. Is it better to sign with the label, or is it better to be independent now? I guess it all depends on uh, material, age, and money. Um, obviously, independence, you're going to have to do a lot of the work. You're going to have to build a fan base. When you have a, a record label, they're pushing you hard, but you also are like a little puppet. You know, they're going to tell you what to do. So me personally, if you're, if I were to sign a label, it'd have to be one that allows you creativity and freedom and trust. Either than that, then it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And everybody's thinking about the dollar, dollar, dollar bill, right? That's right. <laughs> Everything got to make sense, literally. <laughs> dollar, dollar bill. Everybody's thinking about that dollar, dollar bill. But you see what I mean? I think for me, it's if you want to be independent, like you said, you have to do a lot of hard work. But what do you say to people who say, man, if I be independent, then... I might not be able to be as consistent as I should be. What are your thoughts to that? I would just say, you know, just keep it going. You know, you, ne- you never know what can happen. You know, it's all about what you want. I think most people, there's a lot of rappers out these days. I mean, I, I've joined in about a contest every week and it's like everybody wants to be a rapper. So, you know, you, you have to be different and stand out nowadays. It's not easy anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not easy anymore. And for those wanting to be a rapper, what do you say? Where they just want. They don't even have bars, but they want to be a rapper. I'd say you want to be a rapper. It's going to be tough work. You're going to have to really practice your craft. And uh, if you're really dedicated, then you can make something of it. But you got to go all in. Mm-hmm. All in, not part way. And, and most of these rappers, too, they went all in. And then a lot of you say, oh, they blew. No, they constantly kept working at it, working yes. at it, working at it, working at it. Roddy Rich didn't just blow. He just worked at it. And he was, even, right. he was known in Europe for well-known in Europe for a while. And then when the box came... Oh, wow. It's like, you know, who is this Roddy Rich, Roddy Rich? So, no, Roddy Rich, sometimes you just got to keep working, 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 working. Eventually, your breakthrough will come in, right? Yep. It's bound to happen. Look at Macklemore. Macklemore broke three when they were 30. Finally had a hit record. (laughs) Where is (laughs) Macklemore? Yeah, that's another guy. Okay, you could be compared to him too, Macklemore. Would you, do you draw influences from him too or no? No, not, not at all. Okay. Unfortunately. Respect the artistry, but that's it. 
Well, I say that because you're single in the night, and yeah. the other one that I like, it's called I Will Not Be Sold. They're telling yes. messages. Now, I Will Not Be Sold and Infinite, what is it about? Like, I know we, I've been asking you, what is Infinite and I Will Not Be Sold about? Uh, in, infinite would be, it's pretty much just bars. I'm giving you bars and rhymes, you know. I'm, I'm showing you that I'm not going to be doing this ABC stuff. You know, I got six rhymes in one sentence that rhyme with the next sentence and just showcasing my rhyming abilities pretty much. And then uh, I Will Not Be Sold is about the uh, pandemic of human trafficking, um, girls being lured at young ages, going through a list of unforgettable things and trauma and just the story of going from that and then leading you to a healthy, positive life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How important is that in your music to talk about the sex trafficking and lowering of girls? I would say it's pretty important. I try to speak on messages of all sorts, like the album or EP I'm coming out with is going to tackle mental health. It's going to talk about deadbeat dads. It's going to talk about uh, women being treated unfairly. It's going to have a lot of deep songs on there. And uh, I look forward to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, that's why I would say you would be similar to Mac Lamore because he would talk about the controvers- controversial issues, too. Yes. Like, what do you call it? He would talk about gay marriage or somebody that's gay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you know, that, you know, I wouldn't say it's controversial, but it opens up the minds of people like I can't change even if I tried but would you talk about singles like that or would that's just pushing another level I say just pushing another level you know I I like to just keep pushing through my stories and mind you I have other songs too you know I like to do a uh, meet in the middle you know I like my storytelling but I also like my my fun hip-hop where I'm just giving you that that aggressive straight bars in your face type of music as well. I'm I'm half and half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think you could take down Eminem? <laughs> never, never. <laughs> well, never. you never know. Eminem challenged you to a cipher, saying, "Yo, bro, meet me, meet me at the border. Would you meet him?" A hundred percent, I would. But my God, I'd get flamed. That man is an animal. Look at MGK. I he know, turned right? into a punk rocker now. <laughs> Well, what did you think about that? Okay, MGK and Eminem. What did you think about? I know their their beef was a while ago, but what was yeah. your thoughts to that? MGK got balls, and yeah, he was gonna get torched. Like he's he's taunting a lion in there, and it, it, what happened happened. You know, mm-hmm. Eminem has that touch on anybody he goes against. You just become a nobody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think, but I give him credit. He tried. Mm-hmm. He tried. He tried. But do you think there could be a comeback where he could go back to his roots? And what if he started going after Eminem again? It would never work. Mm-hmm. He's been he's been into the casket. There's no reviving. Mm-hmm. His rap career is over. Yeah. Oh gosh. What? What? Okay. If it's over, right? Like, let's say if your career as a rapper's over. Do you ever yeah. think there could be comeback from it? And I'm not just talking about MGK, but do you think as a rapper, let's say if you're really done as a rapper, let's say, for example, if you're Chingy. <laughs> I know, I'm just throwing, <laughs> I'm just right throwing a name. Like, duh. <laughs> I'm just throwing a name out there. Do you ever think there could, it could be possible for Chingy to make a comeback? 
the thing about the comeback is when you wait too long, you've lost that wave. If these people leave for a bit, they got to come back just as hard because they still got that stardom with them. You know, Chingy did right there in Holiday Inn. Mm-hmm. He was riding it. He was he was selling. Then he dropped off. He came out with a project about two to three years later, I think, and it the shit sold like two thousand probably a side. Oh, so he he lost that wave. Oh. That's what that's what happens. Oh my god, that's terrible. Two thousand. Yeah. That is terrible. So okay, listeners, I say this all the time, and you think I'm being mean, listeners, and saying this. It's coming from the artists. It's true. You can't stay away from this game long. And what if there, you know, some okay. For example, there might be, I haven't heard rappers say this, but you see singers saying, well, I'm a mother or I'm a father and it's hard to juggle the kids and the singing and it's hard to juggle the kids and the career. But rappers seem to find a way to make it work. What's your thoughts to that? My thoughts are it all depends. You know, for me, I have four kids. Mm -hmm. I work full time at a a mental health facility, so I don't got much time, but I still make it work, because if it's your passion, it should come easy, and when you have 20, 30 minutes to sit down, you can get a bang out of track in that time, mm-hmm. you know, and just break up your time and keep it going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see, four kids, he's not saying, right. oh, it's hard, you know, I can't do it no more. Kids don't stop your life. Work with no. your kids. They don't stop. That's right. I don't know why a lot of people think kids stop your life. You can still have fun and have Exactly. Kids. You can still have fun. It's not, oh, God, I have this young one here. He won't shut up. <laughs> and, you know, I, Mr. Roberts seems like he's having fun in his career. A hundred. And also, I put my 13-year-old on a track with me just for fun. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm prepping him to get his, his stuff going, so... That, that's a little prodigy in the making right now. Ooh. Okay. Would you, well, okay. Do you think your 13-year-old would want to be a rapper, or are you pushing him into it? He, he's been writing since he was seven years old. You know, I, I was just like, you know, let's get you on the mic and see what you can do type of deal. And he did all right for his age, you know. So mm-hmm. if he wants to do it, you know, I have all the tools for him. If not, then push on to another hobby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think he could be like the next Snow in Fama? No, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> he, he, he ain't got the background like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of listeners are saying, who's Snow? Oh, if you know in Fama, you know, you know how the song goes. <laughs> That's right. Snow, my goodness. I know, I right? Snow. White right? Jamaican, pretty much. I know, not really. Jamaican, you're right. <laughs> Ha ha ha, Jamaican. That's right. <laughs> but no, okay. If kids, okay, and not to discourage you, let's say if there is a 13-year-old or 12-year-old that is once, okay, we've seen it. Let's go back 20 years ago to Lil Bow Wow. What were your thoughts yes. when Lil Bow Wow, you know, well, now he's Lil Who to me. He's just <laughs> Bow Wow, but yeah, Lil Who. I, I love Lil Bow Wow as a kid because I was a kid too, and I'm like, damn. You know, when I look at him, I'm like, I wish that was me. Yes. You know, Baba was tearing it up. Yes, yes. But do you think it's okay? Do you think it's okay to have kids in the industry, the rappers in the industry that young? Or do you think they're vulnerable to being hurt a lot by managements, by deals, and hurt by people in the industry? Because you've seen Bow Wow's story. He said Jermaine oh, yeah. Dupree burned him really bad. 
And then still, I think he's really hurt that his career, yes, it did good, but the problem with Bow Wow too, he started too young. And sometimes when you start too young, it can be a blessing and it can also be a curse. In Bow Wow's case, it was a curse because now we only know him from love and hip hop. Well, as the young people would think, and then they're thinking, Lil Who? <laughs> <laughs> I would say... Um, that's, that's a very vulnerable age. Personally, I would not want that starting. Just like, look at the Justin Bieber, mm -hmm. you know, that, that boy famous since he was like 10 years old, pretty much. And his life was just a mess until late, as of late. So mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't want that. Mm -hmm. at all at that age but he came back remember justin he Bieber? Did. he's what do you call it he's now in the church and singing yeah holy 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 <laughs> would you do a gospel album or not your type of style i appreciate it but it's it's not something that i really bump mm -hmm. you know I, I i do like the new justin bieber style mm -hmm. you know he's changed a lot since the baby tracks but mm -hmm. you know uh I'm more of an R&B type of fan on the side of hip hop. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, you could have Justin. Oh, you get that yummy, yummy, <laughs> yummy, yum. And then you could be rapping on it, right? Yeah. I mean, for the check, I suppose if I was needing it, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So your project you said is coming out. When are we looking to kind of have it out by? Probably spring 21. 21, for sure. Okay. Yeah. But you're going to be giving us more singles in the meantime, because you know spring 2021 is a long time to wait. Oh, for. yeah. I think my uh, Time for a Change will come out in probably February. Right. Um, that's, that's the next one about um, pretty much racism and police brutality and, mm -hmm. and all the corruptness that's going on. So mm -hmm. that one should be quite pivotal. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, racism right now, a lot of listeners, if you don't know, we'll talk race here for a minute. What do you get when listeners would say, well, uh, you as a white boy, why are you talking about racism? You're white privilege. Do you challenge that? Because not all white people and listeners, not all white people are white privilege. I just want to set that straight. <laughs> That's right. I'd say coming from a white person, I think us speaking up helps the movement even more. Um, I grew up around all sorts of races. My my road was not any easier than any other person living in in a poverty type of setting. So I'd say I, I feel it and I just want want their message to be heard from everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you said, what do you say to the rappers that don't want to acknowledge that? They're thinking, well, if I talk about it, I could be backlashed by my black fans saying, you're not black, get out of here. I'd say, if you're not comfortable, don't do it. But if you have an important message that could get respected and you're using respect, uh, go for it. Mm -hmm. You know, the more, the merrier in this world. Yep, 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 yep. So we have a title for our album or EP, sorry. Uh, not yet. Not yet. It's still in the process of, of uh, mixing tracks together and, and getting it to a full cohesive project for now. Okay, do you need help, though? Like, do you need my input of what you'd like it to be called? Like, the Roberts <laughs> Effect? The Roberts Effect. There we go. Make the, make the cover all blurry like the butterfly effect. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> but that would be a good album. Would you have, okay, maybe like, for example, I don't know if you do this. Would you have like your kid on the album and maybe like to represent who you are? Or do you kind of stay away from those things? I I don't know yet. That It would be something cool. It would probably be something on the back or something. I think I probably want to keep the cover as depending on what I want the subject matter to be surrounding. Mm-hmm. And then and then take it from there for the most part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I feel it would be good. Like maybe Jr. Would you call it Jr. Maybe that'd be all right. Jr. Jr. West Side. What about Jr. <laughs> West? <laughs> Jr. West. Now I'm going to cater to a whole different group. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but you can still okay. West Side and listeners listening, he don't have to be from the Crips or the Bloods right. to say what you got. <laughs> West Side. If he's a white boy from the West Side, what's the problem with that? And the West Side listeners were what do you call it? We're in the GTA Toronto. He's talking That's about right. West Side Brampton. You know, I could be saying West District. <laughs> okay, the, the West District is good too. But do you still think they might be confused? Well, what's the West District then? Hundred percent, they'd be confused for <laughs> sure. They'd pin me as a gangster immediately. <laughs> no, but you know what though? You know what? Okay, you are not. You are giving us messages though, and that's what I like about you. Again, listeners, when I've spoken to him, did radio interview with him. He doesn't care if you're a de baby. He doesn't care if you're Roddy Rich. If he's got to feel you, you know what I'm saying. That's right. Feel because I don't see you. Oh, ah, you gotta work with me. You gotta work with me. You gotta work with me. I, I, I'm your biggest fan. But what do you, what do you take when rappers get like that? They just get so starstruck and oh, this is the baby. This is little baby. This is Roddy Rich. This is Drake. I gotta kiss their ass. <laughs> I say they they just want to r- ride the coattail for that check. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> they're they're riding for the money. <laughs> and listen, and listeners, this is no disrespect. And there are people that want to ride that coattail, but you make sure they're treating you with respect if you're That's riding right. that coattail. Because sometimes, if Drake is not respecting me, and me and him are doing a single together, and Drake is, you know, I don't see Drake doing that. Like, no. I, I don't see Drake just going in there and, you know, disrespecting me and just saying, you fool, do it right, you friggin' idiot. <laughs> do this right, you friggin'. No, 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 no. Drake, for me, he'd get punched in his mouth talking to me like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't care. I'll fling you through the wall doing Better that. Better listen, boy. <laughs> yeah, listen. But do you think you should still, like, if a rapper is disrespecting you like that, do you still think you should ride the coattail or just say, Never. My integrity Never. is important. As artists to humans to anything, disrespect is disrespect, mm-hmm. no matter who it is. And you, you can catch the same treatment, whether you are got 10 million followers or two, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter who it's from. I know a lot of people say, well, this is my famed stardom. Let me just put up with it. Well, you're going to be putting up with a lot of things then. That's right. You need to have a back tail and a spine. <laughs> but you are stronger because I don't see you putting up with that crap, though. You no. Know, you, you be breaking. You don't care. You know who I am? I'm black, man. And you be like, uh, no, I'm Mr. R- I'll, I don't care who you are. I'll fling you up this upside down this place. <laughs> That's right. They'll make me put out a diss track. I know. But yeah, you know what? I don't see you doing diss 
only if people come after you, then you would do a diss track. But I don't see your way. Okay, let's say, for example, and I've asked this, and we, I don't start beef, but let's say it's Drake, for example. Yo, this, this guy sucks, yo. Yo, his music just is a piece of trash. And he's freestyling about it. But why, would you celebrate that? Or would you come after Drake saying, yo, Drake, wrong, wrong man, them. Wrong man, yeah. wrong man. I, I don't care. This white boy will kick your ass. Oh, 100%. <laughs> no, even if it's him, hypothetically, he, he, he would catch it harder than anybody. He's a lot you could talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? It could be, okay. And sometimes diss tracks, I think the rappers just, they probably do like you, but they probably, okay, this is what I say. And this is to any rappers. Any rapper that just, okay, for example, T-Pain, right? When mm-hmm. Jay-Z threw death to auto-tune back in 2009, T-Pain was so shocked. Like, where did this come from, you know? It would yeah. just be like Drake coming at you like, where does this? I'm not even on, you know what I'm saying? You're thinking, I'm not even on Drake's radar. No. <laughs> you know, so do you respond back or you just laugh at Drake saying, yeah, you know what, just leave you? Some some points, I, I would just leave it, depending on how long it went. Like, for instance, uh, Meek Mill. Meek Mill tried him, mm-hmm. and Drake just slammed the shit out of him. Then you go to push a T. They've been biting at each other. Then Pusha T came out with a Donis mm-hmm. story and just, there's no reply left after that. But you know what, though? But you know what? And I can kind of understand Drake's position. And shout out, Drake, to your little child, Adonis, by the way. I would protect my child, too. I don't need the media knowing I have 100%. Kids. Just like you. You don't, like, for me, I never thought, like, it's none of my business. But you threw out, you have four kids. That's um, right. As a rapper, we don't need to know everything. Like, some people don't want to reveal their kids that way. Yep. It's not that they're embarrassed, but they want to protect them, too. You know what I'm saying? Is that the right attitude? Or do you think, oh, no, you should be talking about your kids. You're a rapper. We need to know everything. I think it, it's fair on both sections. I, I I respect that he kept it to you, but it'd also be sweet to hear a, hear a fatherly track, you know, like Will Smith did with just the two of us and mm-hmm. and like Nas did with daughters for his daughter you know it, it's humbling to see that side of somebody because all we see is one side we don't even have any idea if you have any responsibilities or how you're living but definitely you, you bring a kid up in that type of section that's that's a whole different level on mm-hmm. a diss track oh <laughs> yeah push out. i'm coming after you brother i'll be like <laughs> meet me outside would you say i would that's right we know how eminem gets down you diss his kid once and I know. You're, don't ever talk about. Don't ever talk about Sweet Haley, who's grown That's up, right. by the way. Don't, who's grown up? I think she's in her twenties. Yeah, and she's the, twenty twenty two now. I think. Yeah, she's twenty two, and that was Eminem's only daughter. But I'm saying that you just don't want to throw shade at rappers and their children no. because at the end of the day, they have kids. Maybe they want to be private about their yeah. uh, about their kids. Their kids are not involved in what they do. But do you see Adonis really become a rapper because Drake's dad's a rapper. Did you listen to his rap album? Uh, no. Drake, Drake's dad's like that soulful dude, but the music are in the roots, you can tell. But yeah, who knows about this one, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it could go either way. You can end up being a rapper or 
not music at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if your son said, hey, dad, um, let's say he's 22 or 23. Hey, dad, can you feature on on my single or why don't we make a collabo album together? Would you do it with him or you'd pass? I'd have to see what level he's at, <laughs> even even though he's my kid. I got to make sure that he's on point. You know, any track that's on the Internet, that that's on there forever. So you got to come correct. It's just okay. But what if it's a diss track? Like, you friggin' father, you you didn't you didn't you didn't raise me right. What do you call it? And then he wants you to jump in. And well, Eminem did it. Remember with um, uh, cleaning out my closet. Yes. And Stan, he threw shade at his whole family. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like. That Boy, you tripping. You lived a great life. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but do you think it's necessary, like, okay, if, you're, if your son brought you on, would you, and let's say he was very angry, would you support him in that still? Or you'd say, son, you're talking a lot of stuff here that's not true. I, I, I'd set him straight, 100%. Mm -hmm. But if there's truth behind it, then that's, that's therapy. And, you know, it is what it is. Obviously, Eminem had a very terrible childhood and you needed to get that out. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. everyone has a story. So I, I respect it in that sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Eminem for listeners that don't know quickly, Eminem had a real, huh, it was really bad. I mean, you, you want to talk about, uh, and th this white boy, he went through a lot. It was a <laughs> yeah. lot. It was a lot like beaten up by the black kids. Mother was a social worker. She's just as messed up. I didn't even know you could be that messed up and a social worker. And I'm not yeah. making fun of her. I'm not. I'm just saying you're a social worker and you couldn't even deal with half of his issues. He was going. Yeah. Through. That's why he went into hip hop. I think right. she really got herself together, got herself cleaned up. Who knows? I mean, maybe Eminem would have been, you know, I mean, okay. And Detroit is nice, by the way. I mean, I know people will throw shade at Detroit and throw lemons at Detroit. I mean, Toronto's six hours away from Detroit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Driving wise. Detroit is a very nice place. And there's a lot of, you know, famous artists, actors and people who come out of those streets. So Eminem, I get it. You've been through a lot. I get that you've been through a hell of a lot. But maybe if, you know, mom got herself together, maybe mm. he wouldn't be a rapper. Do you think he probably still would do? I know you can't speak for him or he probably would have done something else. What's your thoughts to that? I, I think regardless the way the life was leading, you know, the, the father issues and, and, you know, supposedly his uncle was really close. He died and, and the bullying, I think uh, he still would have kept, kept writing. Mm -hmm. But who knows if aspects change in his life for the better, if he would have been as angry and as vile in some of his earlier stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you got to let that out, right? It can't sit That's in right. there. It can't, you know, like, for example, if you went through tragedy or incidences where you're upset, you would let it out, right? Not 100%. just hold it in. And then next thing you know, you waiting for that fan. I want your autograph. I want your autograph. Get out of here. I want your <laughs> autograph. Boom. Boom. Goodbye. Boom. <laughs> Boom! Two blouse, okay, two boxes right in the eye. And That's right. You know, you're coming after me for a lawsuit. But this is why, listeners, and I'll say this, be careful how you approach your rappers mm -hmm. or your singers, because I'm telling you, some of these people, 
you don't want to catch them on a bad day because you'll be having a broken teeth. Was it really worth it? You know, let's say if somebody approaches you, can I get your autograph? Can I get your autograph? I'm sorry, I really got to go. Oh, you you piece of shit. <laughs> Dad? Pat. Uh, yeah, <laughs> goodbye, young fella. <laughs> Pat, so I wouldn't do that, but would you ever get mad if somebody approached you for an autograph and assault them, or you just say, kindly say, yeah, I gotta go, I'm sorry. Or I guess it, it depends on how they perceive it and if I'm truly busy. I know personally it would never probably get to that point, but if I were to reach that stardom, I, I'd probably for any moment try my best to to do that because i know as a fan if i really like somebody and i could have that one moment it'd probably make my life just moons happy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like, again listeners this guy don't this this brother don't care who you are so you think he's scared i already know this brother and i feel this <laughs> brother's not scared of anyone so he's not no. afraid of the babies he's not afraid of the little babies he's not afraid of Oh, you must bow down to me. You know who I am? You know who I am. That's what the attitude I have from you. But it's That's all right. love. It's all good. What do you want to say to the fans that have been rocking with you in this movement? What do you want to tell them? I'd say appreciate you. Uh, keep spreading the love around. Show my music to everybody possible if you like it. And there's a lot more coming, 100%. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what do you want to say to the fans that... This white boy can't rap. He's white. He doesn't know nothing. What do you want to tell those fans? You're tripping. (laughs) (laughs) You are tripping. That's true. You're tripping. What do you call Listeners, be open-minded, okay? That's right. You know, I love to see when other races take the hip-hop stage. I like it. It mixes it up. I mean, uh-huh. I, I know there are listeners to say, well, it's mostly black dominated. It's fun. But no, you got to learn how to mix it up. I mean, OK, what do you say? Like, OK, Iggy Azalea. I'll talk. Oh, her God. For a minute. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, God. Do you like her, though, or no? No, no, oh. no. And I also don't have love for anybody who doesn't write their own music. Oh. <laughs> you got no love. No ghostwriter should even have to be needed in hip-hop but okay but okay for the ghostwriter thing right but what if they clap back okay because i think you heard buster Rhymes' comments a few weeks ago saying mm-hmm. if you are uh, if you have ghostwriters then you shouldn't be in the top five what are your thoughts 100%. to that you... i ride that a hundred percent uh that is just baffling to me you cannot be a respected legend when mm-hmm. someone's writing your stuff Give your writer that, mm-hmm. <laughs> not you. <laughs> yeah, but okay. But look at Drake. And people said Drake has had a lot of ghostwriters. That's why when you take a CD or when you look up their tracks, look yeah. how many people have written that song. Look how many. Look at Chris Brown, for example. Yeah. But are they still, let's talk like before you got to go, but are they still good artists or are they still greats or no? See, for me, Drake will never be a top five of all time, but Drake, Drake's killing it. I absolutely love his music through and through. I think he's, of the new sense, 2010 and present, probably the best rapper, especially selling wise. Like, mm-hmm. Drake just coughs on a record and it's going number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but in, in, in terms of lyrics, 
even ghost writing like he, he's had some help writing some songs for sure mm-hmm. you know but for the most part i think i think drake's probably 75 percent himself mm-hmm. so I, I i give him i give him a hat hats off for that would you give chris brown like what about chris brown Nicki minaj and cardi b would you give them hats off or do you think they're in the same situation? Because it looks like everybody... Okay, and I don't want to generalize. Maybe there are a lot of rappers today that use these ghost riders. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, I got no love for Cardi B whatsoever. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, I used to actually really like her music back in the day. Like when she did Monster with Kanye West. That was That verse is spectacular. Mm. But then she just got too candy pain with it. You know, started getting all bubble gummy on, on the beats. And uh, Chris Brown, he's all right. Yeah. He's he, a, no, he's no uh, washer. Uh, he's no washer. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's all right. He's all right. I like what he said. He's all right. He's not the best to him, but he's all right, right? Yeah. Like, you can tolerate him is what That's you right. say. You can tolerate him. And then Iggy Azalea, like you said, she gets no love. But she No could, love. But she could say... I do write my music. What's your problem? Then you, you need some, some writing and reading classes because <laughs> it's atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> but then she was only doing for, I'm so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> hard, hard. <laughs> but, I mean, this is what, you know, listeners, we do have these type of conversations where sometimes, okay, just because they're on the billboard charts, like you said, they had a lot of ghost writers, they had a lot of help, mm. but if they clap back and say, no, nah, I wrote all these, they were just behind the scenes. What do you say to that? I say, I have to take your word, I suppose, but the music is still not for me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true. But, okay, for you, like for you, for example, when you get up there and you are getting attention, would you use ghost writers or no? Never. 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 You'd have to put me in the casket before I have somebody write my stuff. Never. (laughs) But they could say, what are you, but they could say, what if it's just one ghostwriter, one, and then nobody else wrote the songs? Would you still would not take that? Never. You couldn't pay me. (laughs) I hold my pen like a cop holds the gun. Only I'm using it, and that's it. No stories being told through someone else's eyes. (laughs) All right, all right. Now, the young people. They're going through a lot right now with COVID-19. What do you want to say to that? Because they're stuck in the house. And what single should they listen to? Because we talked about Infinite. We talked about, um, um, what's the other song that I like? Uh, 25. Uh, 25. Oh, I Will Not Be Sold. That was the one you are saying. I Will Not Be Sold. Yes, and 25. Do you want to talk about that quickly? 25 is coming up. Yeah, 25 is coming out. That one's uh, just about childhood. You know, uh, losing friends as you go and just getting over that hump uh, to make it to 25 because, you know, it's, it's for people surrounding me, it's some haven't even made it to 20, let alone 25. So uh, I'd be, be on the lookout for that. And also um, my IG, I have lots of uh, uh, little contests and entries I do on that to keep me uh, at the hands of everybody. So that will give you more than enough music. Usually I post every week a new little thing on there to get the music and flow for the uh, EP. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And making it to 25, like you said, it's a blessing. And what do you want to say to the young people where they have a lot of fakery around them, a lot of fake friends around them. They can't decipher who's for me or who's really against me. What would your tips be to them? 
I say, we know the weak. If, if they're not helping you build, then drop them. You know, you got to be a lone wolf sometimes before you get your crew and just keep it pushing and stay positive. But I can't lose them. They're my friends. Rocky ah, you'll meet I... others. <laughs> Millions in this world. <laughs> Rocky and I grew up together. We were, <laughs> we, you know, his mom used to babysit me. I can't lose them. <laughs> well, Rocky ain't shit anymore. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. There you go. There you go. You see? He said it straight up. Rocky ain't shit. Or would you like a life where you're miserable for the rest of your life and then you didn't pursue your dreams? That's right. Rocky's Always running. strive for greatness. Always strive for your dreams ride with a team that's behind you mm -hmm. if anyone's not with you they're against you mm -hmm. eye for an eye you gotta live that way and young people that's the encouragement for at, from him at this time while you're going through covid19 while you're struggling with what you're struggling with he's just saying and the favorite single you said 25 they should listen to right yes that, that one's coming soon i'd say january the end of january is the latest okay okay but then your favorites they should listen to infinite and i will not be sold right or is there yes. other ones like it, if they want to look for what 100 percent that and then my ig uh j robert 7055 for mm -hmm. all your bars your little daily bars will be on there mm -hmm. cypher 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 do you want right. to close us out with a little bit of something uh, yeah, I, I could probably spit a little something. You, you want me to just, uh, just spit a little couple bars for you? Yes, 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 because let's see what you're about, brother, because you know there are listeners on the show thinking, this white boy ain't got it together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's go. Um, Came to get the crown like Spartacus, barn with iron fist. Fuck you, Liz. Devilish dialect like the exorcist. Throw up his six. Bless his beat like a priest. My mic's the crucifix. But a doctor rising, cross your teeth. I'll crucify you musically. Murmur, murderous boss, convicted conviction in this pen. Lethal lyric spirit. If you mimic Meagles, mumble men. You couldn't hold this mess. Your in depends on your debris. Defeat the leap, deplete the siege. You'll disintegrate like disease. There can only be one architect articulate artistic visions. Cryptic living. Ballistic with every lyric stricken. Get suckered in the iris house at eye contact. Connecting combinations like Vegeta, Rage, I snap. Now I'm saying I'm not the best, but a lot of you are the worst. You're a failed mission. Should have been a before birth. Life's a gift and a curse, so your brother ride reverse. Just be happy that there's only 16 bars in a verse. Ooh, oh, oh, that's that's making people's ears bleed now. That You know, they say <laughs> the guck is just coming out. You see? Do you see, haters? Keep your mouth closed. Because hey. he's ready to come after you, and it's full force. So That's keep right. your mouth closed and enjoy the music. You threw out your IG. Any quick things you want to say to us in closing? Uh, respect you more than anybody. Appreciate the platform and, and looking out. And to anybody who can uh, listen to myself and, and follow it, I appreciate you as well. All right, all right, all right. I want to thank, what do you call it, Jay Roberts for debuting on this podcast. If you want to reach me, D. O-N-O-V-A-N period L-A-C-R-O-X-I at gmail.com Don't be sending him no hate mail. Don't be sending <laughs> me no hate mail. Just tell us what you love. Tell me that you like him on the show and we can bring him back. But he's a friend of ours now. He's going to come back to the show, right? Yes, 100%. Yes, 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 yes. I want to thank you, listeners. And as well, you can reach me on Instagram, Donovan, D-O-N-O-V-A-N, L-A-C-R-O-X-I, on IG as well. Uh, Jay Roberts, I want to thank you.
Thank you. All right. And that's going to do it for another episode published November 29, 2020.